What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, I want to talk about the Yankees' rotation because this is a team that obviously is very good. You know, they find a way to win despite always missing players due to injuries. Like last year, they had a record number of injuries, but still made it to the playoffs and went deep into the playoffs. Um, And, you know, they're faced with adversity every year, but I admire the way how they're able to, you know, bounce back every single time. So I want to talk about the rotation because this is kind of one big concern and they're facing a lot of big changes. And, you know, after this year, you know, assuming there's going to be a season, their rotation is going to look a lot different. And even during the season, they're got, besides Garrett Cole, they're kind of relying on a lot of guys who are, uh, you know, injury prone or old. So let's kind of talk about what they're facing. So obviously Yankees signed Garrett Cole to that nine year, $324 million contract. I mean, if this were a normal season, he would have already picked up a few starts for the Yankees. But who knows even what's going to happen with this with this whole season. But if the season does take place, they'd obviously have Garrett Cole at the front, which is which is no issue. He's very sturdy and reliable. He's going to take the ball every fifth day. But then the rest of the rotation would be Masahiro Tanaka and then a bunch of lefties like James Paxton, Jay Happ, and Jordan Montgomery. You know, I might mention that James Paxton was, you know, supposed to be out until June. But now it looks like if there's a season this year, he'll be ready to go right when the season does start up anyway. But so let's kind of like talk about, you know, one by one, what each of these guys bring to the table and what the concern is moving forward, if they might even be on the team next year. So, I mean, I think the Yankees would definitely want to keep Paxton and Tanaka, because, I mean, if you think about it, they, these are guys they've invested a lot of money in, and they've been effective when healthy. Um, in November 2018, not too long ago, a year and a half ago, that was when the Yankees sent a pretty big package to Seattle to trade for James Paxton. I mean, that was a monster trade. I mean, it was a blockbuster. They sent Justice Sheffield, which was, you know, their top pitching prospect at the time. And then they got back, you know, James Paxton and some other minor leaguers. But the issue with Pax is a lack of durability. That's just been the story of his whole career. I mean, he's thrown a max of 160 and a third innings in a single season so far in his career. He underwent back surgery in February, like I said, which should knock him out until June. But if the season doesn't even start until later this summer, he might be ready for that. And he's... 31 right now so that could be a cause for wariness moving forward but I think that if he's healthy um healthy enough to show what he can do this season in a shortened season then they'll definitely keep him Masahiro Tanaka is 31 as well I mean he's generally been very good since the Yankees signed him he's kind of flown under the radar I mean they signed him out of Japan to a seven-year 155 million dollar deal going into 2014 and he's been generally pretty good it's just that you know the last couple years you know have have been a bit have been a bit rocky for Masahiro Tanaka but overall his tenure as a Yankee is pretty good and he's one guy who you can always slot in there as like your third starter and be pretty confident he's going to give you a good you know a good outing I mean 375 career ERA that's you know that's pretty reasonable expectation for Tanaka even though he has regressed a, a bit in the last few years but Good enough for like a third starter or something like that. 
But then Jay Happ, the the other guy, the other lefty. Um, I mean, like besides Paxton and Jordan Montgomery, Jay Happ. I don't think he's gonna stick around for the long haul. I mean, this dude is 37 and was a disappointment last season. I mean, there were a lot of deaths that they'd bring him back this year, but they kind of had to with Luis Severino getting Tommy John. I mean, last year was the first of a two-year, $34 million deal with the Yankees. Uh, I mean, it's worth noting that the Yankees threw a $17 million vesting option for next year, but the stipulation was that Hap was going to have to throw 165 innings or pile up at least 27 starts this year for that salary to become guaranteed. But now with this whole truncated season potentially being the case, it's very unclear how that's going to pan out. I mean, they're going to have to renegotiate that in some way, probably a prorated, uh, you know, inning count or something like that. Like, like the ratio of innings he, he has to throw has to be the same or something like that. But, you know, fortunately for the Yankees, one of their best pitchers should be back from injury next year. That's Severino. But moving forward, there are a lot of question marks with this group, but I really can't Counting them out because nothing stops them from just spending their way out of this predicament next offseason. I mean, even though there aren't really any surefire aces for free agency next year, there's no Cole or Strasburg or anything. They're going to be guys like Trevor Bauer, Mike Miner, Marcus Stroman, Jose Quintana, Robbie Ray, guys like that who could fill the back of their bullpen. They can easily sign. But, um, I mean, there are issues for, with some of those guys. Like Trevor Bauer definitely has the highest upside, but Apparently, he has beef with Garrett Cole, dating back to their college days where they didn't really like each other and they still don't. And Marcus Stroman apparently hasn't impressed the Yankees enough because Brian Cashman suggested last September that Stroman, you know, wasn't really on the radar at the trade deadline. So, I mean, but there's still guys like Mike Miner and Jose Quintana. Obviously, it's way too early for this, but no one really knows. And then there's the trade market as well. They could trade for somebody. And we'll see what happens. But kind of wanted to just touch on that. Um, it it remains to be seen what's going to happen with the season. You know, I'm as eager as anyone, but it's reports are that it's growing. Uh, there's growing optimism that there's going to be a season. I think there will. I mean, just to give my opinion, I think there's going to be a season this year. I think we'll see something happen because, you know, in the United States, there are states that are starting to loosen. Uh, you know, some of these lockdown restrictions, and they're, try they're trying to do it safely. And, you know, the government, I mean, both at the federal and at the state and at the local level, all throughout the country has expressed the desire for baseball to come back. I mean, the governor of New York said yesterday that he, he definitely sees baseball coming back to New York this summer. Although everyone acknowledges that it's most likely going to be without fans, but hey, that's, that's a start. Let's just get the game back. I think we're going to see it. So we'll just hang in there until then. But we'll keep doing updates like this until we get real games. But if you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.